So uh, this is us. Uh, Ecclesiastes says, and I love this. Many of you have heard this at a different occasion, maybe a funeral or a wedding or special family event of some kind. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, it says this. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant, a time to uproot, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to tear down, a time to build, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain, a time to search up, a search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. For some of you pack rats, I think that's subtle. <laughs> a time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time of, to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Life is a lot about seasons. And when we do well in life, it's when we learn how to understand, to accept the different seasons that life brings us. Things keep changing in our life. I don't know about you, but I think it's human nature that many of us, we, we get to a, season, a certain season in life and we want to freeze it, we want to freeze that season. You've had conversations with your family about this, right? Or you, when kids are growing up, you say, I want to put a brick on your head. That's what, in my family. Did they say that in your family? No? Was, that, was it abusive? I don't I thought. I think it was a compliment, but I want to put a brick on your head. No? No one ever? Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I told you I grew up in Flint, so that's just how we do it. I think that's what they meant is, you're cute, I wish you'd stop growing, right? I want to put a brick on your head. I want to freeze this part of your life. I would like to stop this season and hold it right here. Um, a couple weeks ago, I was joking about uh, Facebook because that's what Facebook is, right? It's a frozen piece of time, right? You don't, get, you don't get one second before that picture, and you don't get one second after that picture. You get this little frozen season of time where, right? The picture, everybody was smiling. Everybody was happy. In fact, now what we know with the cameras nowadays is you took 17 pictures, right? And you scroll through and found the, not the perfect, my chin, no, my chin, my chin, <laughs> right? So in other words, this is what we do is we try to find the absolute perfect season, the perfect picture, freeze it and hold it. But what we all really know is we know the real story behind the Facebook picture, Right? We know all the arguments that it took to get there. We know all the disgruntled that happened after. We know everything that happened around that picture. It's a false reality because life doesn't stand still. Life keeps on what? Keeps on moving. And so the important thing is that we accept that it's constantly changing. And then if we can accept it, then we can sort of adapt to it, adapt well to it. And that's what I want to talk about today is how we can adapt to the different seasons of life. Now, a minute for the moms. Um, 
moms are amazing because like they read the, the scripture that was read up here about Proverbs 31, about this woman who it, it's basically like she's perfect, right? She gets up early. She stays up late. She hand makes the kids clothes. Her husband just falls at her feet. The kids just praise her mom. You're the best, right? And the reality is here's what happens to a lot of ladies. They read Proverbs 31 and they just feel like I am no good. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to be that. I'm never that good. And and the, the whole lady, this, the ladies had a retreat just like a couple weeks ago. And their theme, which was, which was great, but their theme was being present over being perfect. Being present over being perfect. Why do women have a theme like that? Because men and women, like, we, we all know we're not perfect. Everybody look. We all know we're not perfect. Is that right? We all know. Huh? But the women care. That's the difference. I mean, the guys had a retreat, and it's called I'm a Slob and I'm Loving It. That's what, that was their theme. That was, they were just happy, just wallow in the... That they're different. The women, they care. They stress about it. They're worried about it. They can't sleep. I didn't do this exactly right. And oh, my goodness, and am I a good mom? And, and, and the guys, they just, can, we, can we golf again? So... It's this self-imposed thing that a lot of ladies often feel. And how am I going to handle this? And am I doing it all right? And all these kinds of things. And so um, I, I wanted to read a scripture that I thought was helpful. It's from, it's from Proverbs. And um, Proverbs is a lot about wisdom. So here's the key to me. As life has its seasons, the key to accepting and adapting, accepting, right? How many are are in denial about the changes of season, right? 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 Or whatever. Uh, It's just changing. It's just, it's, it's, it's the seventh inning. Seventh inning stretch, right? Accepting, but this is important, adapting, adjusting. And the key to me is wisdom. And so in the, in the book of Proverbs, it's all this stuff about wisdom. And I wanted to just say to the moms, thank you for the gift of wisdom. Proverbs 3, uh, verse 13. Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding. For she, wisdom is personified as a she. Um, She is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. Right? So it's... first part is saying, um, if you have wisdom here and you have a pot of gold up here, you would definitely take wisdom because it's going to give you more than gold would. All right. And then it says, um, she is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. 
Long life is in her right hand, and in her left hand are riches and honor. You get the idea? It's like this is the thing that you want to get. Um, her, wa- uh, her ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of what? Life to those who take hold of her. Those who hold her fast will be blessed. Now, those verses I just read, they start with the word blessed, and they end with the word blessed. It's a poem. It was intentionally written that way. It's the blessing. A mother's blessing, a mom's greatest gift to us, is the gift of wisdom. It literally is the gift that keeps on giving. It keeps on giving. Wisdom, this is important, is very different from knowledge. Wisdom is very different from knowledge. Knowledge is good. No doubt about it. Knowing things is good. Education is good. Um, And a lot of parents, moms and dads, want their children to be educated, to get more knowledge, to get more information. We live in what they call the information age, right? Um, Because anybody can now just grab this device, and you are on the information superhighway. Think of how fast things have changed, right? Years ago, just think about it, about two generations ago, um, the smartest person in the room, maybe three generations ago, was the pastor. Early America, the most educated person in the local community was the pastor. So people got their knowledge from the pastor. They went and whatever the pastor said, they all took notes because he was the person that was educated in, in that time. Now, whatever information I say, you can sit in the back row and just go, uh, that's not true. Uh, that's not. We're in an era that's not in a shortage of information. We don't, we don't lack information. You can get information at your fingertips now. But this is not what's being promoted here. What's being promoted is wisdom. And people have always had a hard time trying to figure out exactly what wisdom is. It's not exactly knowledge. It's more like knowing what to do with knowledge. Knowing what to do in a specific situation. Knowing how to act or react or not react. Now, notice in this poem, it says, get this, she is a tree of life. She, wisdom, she is a tree of life. Where does that reference come from? Any Bible readers, Bible people of? From the garden, right? There was the tree of knowledge. And there was the tree of life, right? Tree of knowledge and the tree of life. How many, did any of you go to Sunday school? Did any of you know anything about the Bible at all? Even if you heard it somewhere. Tree of knowledge and the tree of? So he's making this reference in here. She, wisdom, is the tree of life. The tree of life. Which tree in the story did Adam and Eve eat from? The tree of knowledge. Knowledge. They ate from the tree of knowledge. 
What tree are we still feeding our generation from? The tree of knowledge. I'm going to give you more knowledge. I'm going to give you more knowledge. I'm going to give you more knowledge. We have a lot of knowledge. We have a lack of wisdom. Think about it. Study modern, just if you could just zoom out, if you could just zoom out and look at human history, and then you could zoom out and look at America versus the rest of the world, you would see this unbelievably wealthy, unbelievably wealthy, unbelievably knowledgeable nation that's building prisons and psych wards left and right. Why? Not happening in other parts of our planet. Not happening in other spaces of history. Why? Because knowledge is the tree we're eating from, and it's banished us instead of wisdom. Think about the gift of wisdom. Wisdom is very different. Sure, it includes education. Sure, it could include knowledge. But it's knowing what to do with it. What a gift for a mom to help their young person not just get a great, quote, education, but to give them wisdom, to teach them the difference. To me, the tree of life is like sitting in grandma's living room. She'll be here second service, right? Eating from that tree, knowing the difference. You could have an ointment, right? You could have neosporin. You have a sore or something like that, a cut, right? You get neosporin. I don't know. I'm not a mom. You cut neosporin, right? You don't eat the neosporin. You what? Apply it. So we have the neosporin, but often we're not doing the right stuff with it. We have the technology. We have the knowledge. But what we need in this generation is the ability. So I try to come up with my own idea of what I think wisdom is. And here's what, I, here's what I came down to. Wisdom, to me, is the ability to think with your heart. The ability to think with your heart. By the way, to me, this is the way that ladies have it over men, hands down. Right? Ladies can think intuitively with their hearts. Now, I'm not taking away from the men. You can get there, right? But definitely, a female is much more in tune to thinking about not just the right information, but the right application. How is this going to affect everyone else? I can tell you it was such a gift that my mom not only has taught me, but to this day teaches me how to think with my heart. Yesterday I was on the phone. What's mom doing? Teaching me. On the phone, teach me how to think with your heart. How to think with your heart. How to understand people. How to take care of people. How to minister to people. Knowledge... Knowledge doesn't care what you do with the information. Now watch this. Ready? The tree of knowledge of what? What was the knowledge of? Good and evil. I know what's right and wrong. I know what is right. 
stay with me, ready? What does it do when a person has a lot of knowledge? Paul wrote in, in Corinthians, knowledge puffs up. Huh? Anybody ever meet a person with a big head, we call it? <laughs> Think about it. I know more. Now, this is huge. Now, this is done in academia. This is done in churches. It's, it's just a different kind of knowledge. But I know more. You get what we call a big head. So Paul writes, knowledge puffs up, love builds up. What does wisdom teach? Wisdom teaches love. Wisdom teaches you to think with your heart. Knowledge, it separates. So think of the trajectory as, as, a, as a child. When you're a child and you first start learning something, and you, you know something that you didn't know before. What happens? You get so proud of what you know, right? So my, my, my little niece, Hallie, she learns something at school. Now she has to tell us all what she knows. Anybody? And if you break one of the rules, one of the things that she knows... Though you are going to hear about it the whole ride home. Anybody have a, a moralizing four-year-old in your house, right? Telling you every single thing, right? And now, this is so important. All you want to do, all right, don't tell her. She'll be here this summer. Don't tell her. All you want to do is be away from her. How many you know what I'm talking about? She knows too much for her own good. Yeah, yeah, you aren't doing this right. Uh, Uncle Chris, why did you look at your phone? You're not supposed to look at your phone when you're driving. All these things she learned at school, right? She's just driving. And, and, and this is, a, you, aren't, you aren't following this right. You aren't do, playing soccer right. You aren't doing this right. And now you just want to be what? Now it's cute because it's the, it's the tra- growth trajectory, knowledge. I know this. I know this. I know this. But what is it actually, what fruit? The fruit or the result was separation out of the garden. Knowledge puffs up. Knowing more, all it does is create separation and distance. And this is about relationships. This is why this is important. Knowledge often disconnects people. Wisdom reconnects them. Because wisdom is not thinking with your head. Wisdom is thinking with your heart. Think about this. Have you ever known in your heart this is the right thing to do? And the information said do this. The information said go this way. The information said here. But your heart said go here. Your heart said react this way. Your heart said respond this way. Wisdom knows to think with the what? Heart. The gift, think about this, that gift that many of us got from our mom if we were listening was that they taught us how to think with our heart. Other words, words like discernment sort of fit here. Discernment. What is discernment? I don't know if they have any college classes on discernment, but wouldn't it be amazing? It's the ability to not just get the information, but to filter it, to respond to it. What what knowledge does 
is oftentimes it pulls people apart. I was reading one particular author, and this, he, this, he made a great point about this. Women think with their hearts. Think about this. How many wars have been started by men? Just, I mean, the women are like 51% of the population. You'd think they would be responsible for at least 51% of the wars. They think with their what? Hearts. It's a gift. I don't think it's an accident that wisdom is personified as a she. Because I think it's a heavily female characteristic and it's a gift. So what wisdom does is it talks about not what, but why. When a child's growing, you tell them what to do. As they get older, they need to know not just what to do, they need to know what? Why? You know when they get in that stage, right? And they start going, why? Can you just do this? Why? Well, because of that. Why? Anybody had this conversation? It's not really a conversation. It's just like an unbelievable annoyance of some sort, right? (laughs) Everything is followed up with why, why, why? But what an important thing. Watch. Because if you only tell them what to do, then they will not be equipped at an older age with wisdom. Because wisdom helps you understand not what, but why. The difference between knowledge and wisdom can be tricky at times because sometimes people, they get a lot of knowledge and then they think they're wise and all they do is puff up and they separate people. Wisdom has this unbelievable ability to pull people back together. Proverbs, which is sort of saturated with this idea, that's why it says in Proverbs 4, 23, above all else, guard your heart, your heart. That is the wellspring of life. I've met a lot of people and so have you, who didn't have a lot of education, didn't have a lot of knowledge, but had a whole lot of what? Wisdom. And 10 times out of 10, you would rather model your life. You'd rather spend time in your life. You would rather replicate the person that had what? Wisdom. The gift that a parent gives to the child, that a mom gives to the son or the daughter, is the gift of wisdom. It's the, it's the gift of listening and then responding, not with your head only, but with your heart. How many times have you said to your child, son or daughter, use your head, right? You know what we really mean most of the time? Use your right? If they're mistreating their brother or sister, I've heard it happens on occasion, you know? What you want them to do is not use their head. You want them to what? Use your heart. The greatest resource, the greatest resource that we have is the heart. It's the wellspring of life, but 
If we don't protect it and nurture it and guide it and guard it and promote it, then we miss what it's all about. In the book of James, it says, Wisdom that comes from above, James 3.17, comes from heaven, God, or above, it's called, is that wisdom is peacemaking and pure. When I was growing up, I know there's a couple of things um, that my mom really, really wanted from us, right? And we, we, uh, I know we failed miserably on many fronts here. Um, and, but the one thing that my mom wanted more than anything was for us to treat each other good. How many moms can identify with this? Like the, the thing that I want, I wanted my kids to treat each other good. And think about wisdom that comes from above is peacemaking. Now, what happens when the two kids are fighting? This is so important. This is so important. What happens? What do they do? They come to you. Right? You call one of them here. How many do this? How many snap? How many have like a bell? Whatever. You, they, you, you get them. And what do they do? They all start to plead their, what? The case. We're going to operate in knowledge. I'm going to tell you what I know as to why I am correct. No, am I right? I'm going to now justify to you. Thanks for calling, Mom. Thanks for calling. Um, let me explain to you now why I am correct in this situation. And what you want to say is, I don't, What? <laughs> you care, but you don't, right? It's like, what I want you to do is I want there to be, what? Peace. I want you to love each other. I want you, to the older one, I want you to overlook what the younger one did. To the, right? I mean, can't you just, can't you just... And what they want to do is they want to operate in knowledge. Well, he did this, therefore I will reply with this. Seems logical to me, Mom. If we operate, this is, what, this is why this is so important. Adults do the same thing. I'm going to just tell you why. I'm very justified in what I'm doing, why these people are wrong, we're right, why I can respond this way. And I think what our wise God is saying is, I don't care. I want you to just get what? It just depends on what plane you're operating on. The plane of knowledge or the plane of what? Wisdom. So somehow, this, I know my mom, this was to her what was so important. And I think probably if we think about it, it's so important to us. So as, as, as life's gone on, my mom's telling me like, you know, the thing that's so amazing about you kids, honey, is that you never fought. <laughs> what? I mean, they're like, what are you talking about? We fought every single day. You wake up and just start getting in a fight. That's just what we did. We fought, we competed, we, we yelled, we, we did everything. And my mom sort of had, I don't know if she had like some sort of a season of life where she you know, just got all blotted out of her memory or so badly that that's what she wanted, right? 
But if you ask her today, this is so important, if you ask her today, the thing that she loves the most is this. She goes, I'm so happy that you kids love each other. I'm so happy that you love each other, that you support each other, that you're proud of each other. It's the, it's the playing field of wisdom. It's not you're this and he, he's better than you. And, you know, the parents, right? Only like psychotic parents think, well, this kid's better than this one because this one went to this school. What? This one picked this job. This one, no. Parents see him this way. What would make our God a lesser parent? Wouldn't he be equally proud of us all? And wouldn't it be his goal for us to live in what? Peace. Think about it. Wisdom that comes from above is peacemaking. There, is a lot of, there are a lot of things that you're going to learn along the way. Just stay with me. There are a lot of things that you're going to learn. You're going to learn in church. You're going to learn in school. You're going to learn at university. You're going to learn on the Internet, right? You're going to learn all this stuff. But some of the stuff that you learn, right, all it does is puff you up, and it makes people want to be away from you. Knowledge puffs up. Love, Paul said, what? Builds up. Because wisdom makes peace, right? Knowledge brings separation. They ate from the wrong tree. Here's my point. I think the problem is we got a big, huge sign still on that tree saying, this is what you need. And over there is the lonely tree of life, wisdom, Offering her fruit to whoever will come her way. The tree of life. Wisdom is the tree. Whoever eats from her fruit. Any parent, you know, they'll get that thing, and moms and dads, they get nervous. I mean, I don't know how you do it these days because you got to get them in the right school, you gotta, right? you got to get them in the right camp. you got to get them in the right tutoring. you got to get them in the right thing. There's option overload. It's worse than trying to eat a bagel. Anybody go to a bagel shop? And like, I don't know. I give. You might just give me plain. Right? So we have these option overload with our kids, right? You're supposed to get them here. Look, you're not going to do it right. There is no right. They're going to get perfect knowledge. There's no absolute, but give them wisdom. Give them your heart, right? Teach them to think with their heart. The Bible says, above all else, get wisdom. 